following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, now sponsored by AkaiCon, August 7th through 9th at the Cool Springs Convention Center in the Franklin Marriott Hotel. Go to akaicon.com now for more information and how you can get tickets. The Tsunami Faithful Podcast starts now. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. My name is Paul Biscrillo, and with me today is... Is Samurai Darrell Maddox. And... Your esteemed announcer, Jim Nelson. And... Jen, a.k.a. Tarzana. And we have a little special guest today. Introduce yourself, sir. Hello, my name is uh, Chris Sabo, and I am part of the Toonami Faithful podcast today, so I hope that I'll be able to give some form of good opinions today. Whoa, 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 whoa. you get ahead Too much. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just missing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris is on the show because he contributed to our Patreon. Thank you, Chris, for doing that. Yeah, no problem. So uh, as part of that, as part of your reward, you have come on to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. I feel for you. (laughs) (laughs) Your death will be swift, and um, you may bleed just a little bit before you're done, but, you know. Oh, that sounds great. (laughs) Uh, No, not really. (laughs) Darrell, tell him what he's won. Oh, you in a lovely family's vacation in my basement. (laughs) And you'll be, uh, hey, just be glad. You won't be lonely. My intern's down there, too. <laughs> Let me guess. The lotion puts it on the skin and it also gets the hose again. Oh, he's Yo, even worse no, than that. You don't oh get god. no lotion. Oh my god, he's been listening to the podcast. Holy <laughs> Somebody that's been a long listener. I love it. <laughs> Anyways, um a couple things before we get started into the podcast. Uh first of all, obviously Sketch is not here. Oh, you getting that boo job also? Yes, I am getting that boot job. But anyways, um, Sketch is not here because he is working. Sorry, but it is what it is. And hopefully he'll be on the next podcast, but, you know, man's got to make some money somehow. So. Yeah, you need to get on the corner. But uh, two quick things. First of all, number one. Uh, I'd rather take a number two. Number two. <laughs> 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 well, first thing. A lot of you have been starting to ask me what's going on with Momocon. So I kind of got to address this really quickly. Um, I'm not going to tell you guys yet. Um, I will be making an announcement soon, probably within the next podcast or two, tell you guys what we're going to be doing for Momocon. Um, and that's really all I can say right at the moment. Um, so if you guys are going to ask me, well, that's the only answer I have. So um, Also... Uh, while we're on, while we're talking about things, uh, Patreon has kind of changed a little bit. Uh, we've added a reward, and what that reward is for $10 is you guys can get behind-the-scenes video and even an advanced copy of the uh, new CD that we have, which is called We Are the Faithful. Um, that will be that will come to you as long as you get that reward on Patreon for $10. Um, so. Um, look for that on there. And we've also changed it, the rewards a little bit around too as well. Um, so check it out right now. It's patreon.com slash Um and take a look at what we've done. 
Um, we're really looking to see if you guys can help us out because we'd like to do a lot more things next year. And this is kind of – Patreon's kind of our way to build up funds to get to next year and hopefully be doing different cons, including, like, Anime Boston as well. Hopefully. We'll see. I'm what, gonna so we can kick out our own butt naked? Oh, uh, No. Yeah, that's happening. So I can force Jim to do it. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Not in his hometown. Oh, never mind. Oh, come on. I'd just be another drunken Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing wrong with that. That is a high honor, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the podcast now. Uh, let's get started with our first show recap with Kill the Kill. Kill la Kill, episode 14, Ride Like the Wind. Ryuko awakens on Mikisugi's couch again, and Senkets seems to be alive as a single piece of the Kamui that was cut to shreds. Senkets tells Ryuko that the rest of his pieces have been taken by Satsuki and implanted onto Goku uniforms. Meanwhile, the Tri-City raid trip has begun on three fronts, and as the three groups battle in separate locations... Ryuko enters the fray at all three locations, taking back the pieces of Senkets. Eventually, she meets up with Mako, who snuck away from the raid trip to do some shopping and sightseeing, and a heck of a lot of eating, too. Though two schools were easily conquered, the Osaka region proves difficult, as they are an opponent rich in resources thanks to the Takarada family. Satsuki enters the battle to face Takarada herself, carrying the last piece of Senkets. What this uh, doesn't mention is that that is the only piece left. Yes. She, he got, um, Ryuko yep. got everything else. Yes. Yeah. She went around and basically beat the crap out of people and took all, Drink. <laughs> took, took all the pieces. <laughs> Which is kind I of weird. the pieces. <laughs> Which, yeah, but it's kind of weird because, like, if you notice, like, she only has the glove and the purpose mm-hmm. of the glove is to give her blood. And she's like, mm-hmm. well, I got to fight without my Kamui. I'm kind of like, no, you just need a little bit of blood. Unless there's a piece that that she has, which we don't know of. Right. Well, um, she did fashion Senkets into a scarf. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, well, that was funny. Senkets actually said that uh, Ryoko had... Ryuko. Ryoko had become more no, powerful. No, it's Ryu- No, Paul, it's Ryuko. Ryoko was in Tenshi. Ryuko, wait a minute. Whatever. He doesn't know any better. He was saying that she had become more powerful even without him. So it's going to be interesting to see her face to uh, to face her and, you know, get try to get the glove back because she may not even need Senkets. Who knows? So, who knows? Kind of uh, emphasizing how she doesn't need a separate entity to become more of who she is. What, here's the thing about um, Kill the Kill, though, is that a lot of the show actually ends up being a pun for clothing, from what I've heard. So, yeah. That's... Yeah. So I I don't know. I guess I need better Japanese comprehension or skills because, you know, they love their puns out there. Well, so. Yeah. If, if you actually like uh, read the Japanese dub, there's a lot of different uh influences about throughout fashion media it's a little toned down for the english for some reason well not just for some reason because fashion in japan is so different than it is over here yeah that's... how else do you explain visual k <laughs> 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 oh, damn, you 
So, <laughs> we will get to the Toonami talk. But actually, you know what? Uh, we need to get people's thoughts on the episode first. I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, Jen, what did you think? Um, very good episode. A lot better than last week's, I think. We had because... more boobs and booty, of course. Exactly. We had uh, Miki Sugi's clothes just randomly slipping off of him because he willed yes. it. I wish I could do that. <laughs> well, Ryuko is living like the high school dream. I don't know what's going on between her and that teacher, but she keeps waking up half naked in his room. I, know, I love right? it. She was only 17. Like, one more year to be legal, baby. <laughs> she, was just, she was just 17, if you know what I mean. <laughs> As you can see, he always kind of keeps his distance, though. Mm-hmm. I was like, smart man. Mm-hmm. It's not sex harassment if you're not completely in a personal space. <laughs> <laughs> he knows all the rules. But dude, the sparkly nipples, man. You can't go wrong with that. Uh, Glow-in-the-dark nipples. They're mesmerizing. <laughs> I know. They are quite. <laughs> Jen, take notes. <laughs> oh, I already have. Yeah, they're already written down. <laughs> oh, trust me. She's got it. She's got something. She's got it in there, guaranteed. Sweet. They're in her little red book. <laughs> little red book of perversions. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did everybody else think of the episode? It was awesome. But we knew that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Kind of love when Marco goes on to eating and spending spree, though. You know, <laughs> she, she's just so oh, fucking yeah. hyperactive, man. It's like, that, damn, that get that child some Ritalin. <laughs> she re- no, she reminds me of me on, on Friday. That's how I was when I was at that uh, Lotus grocery store. I was just like running around crazy, getting snacks and Ooh, walking out with bags. So much well, fun. Well, 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 if you go to Japan, you'd be surprised like how big and imp- everything is. You know, like you'll go down one street and there's like 17 different small shops. So it's and there's only like these random trinkets. So I think that's kind of like what it was comedically attaching to it, which is quite funny actually, especially when you compare it to here in America. Mm-hmm. As long as I can get booze anywhere in the world, I'm good. <laughs> right. Oh, trust me, it's it's one of those things that you cannot get, uh, you cannot um, go without. <laughs> Chris, Chris, what do you think of uh, this episode? Oh, you, you know, I I enjoy Kill the Kill for like the laughs and like the witty banter and just like the stupidity each episode brings. Um, I yeah, I really I'm talking to Paul. Well, yeah, yeah, but like. I, I forget who's that like one kid who has the word like uh, uh was it uh what's the Japanese currency? Yeah. Zenny. Yeah. Zenny. Yeah. Zenny was Zenny, Zenny was uh, is what they use in the Toriyama verse. Yeah. That, there we go. Uh, like like the guy who had that on his teeth, like he was hysterical because of just like his parody on white American culture. Yeah. <laughs> that that <laughs> like, was uh, that was friend of the podcast Ben Diskin. Oh really? Yes, that was Ben Diskin. Oh, dude, that's cool. Good for him. You got a great job there. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Yes. I think. Like. I think at this point, it just becomes like, how much further can you go with the show? And I've actually seen the entire series. I'm not spoiling anything for you guys, but just if you think it can't go any further, it it, it gets a lot higher here. It they, gets it from here. They've been doing that pretty much since like episode two. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah. It, oh yeah. They've blown their. They've oh, blown mean, their load. They can't do any more. What? Uh, that, oh, well, surely this must be the peak. I mean, when your episode name is so sexy, I'm going to faint. Like, you can't expect too much from the show in terms of realism, you know? 
<laughs> well, you know what? Um, realism doesn't belong in anime, quite frankly. <laughs> no, it does not. That's the reason we had such shows as Gurren Lagann. Yes, no more. Yes, uh, Out the Edge is overrated. So. <laughs> Do you guys even know what Gynax is doing right now? Uh, uh, no, not really. They, they recently came out with a show called Magical Girl Show. And I'm, I'm like, not joking, it's literally called Magical Girl Show, and it's like the most boring thing ever, <laughs> sadly. You, you can definitely tell where the good Gynax people left. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're getting off track now. As much as I love Gynax, uh, this, sorry, isn't, the sorry. Gynax. Yeah. this <laughs> isn't the Gynax podcast. Dang, that's like so. the first time we had a tangent in a long time like that. <laughs> I had to kill it before it could grow. <laughs> <laughs> Tangents Actually, are like weeds. I'm sorry. Shall <laughs> we move on? <laughs> yes, we shall, because uh, we are going to go to the Toonami Talkbacks. Sweet. Oh. Time to abuse some people. Cody GGPR says... Gus isn't the only member of the Mankan Shok family who eats with gusto. Mako needs her own travel channel food show. The dog's name is Guts, not Gus. Guts! Guts! <laughs> Get the name right. I oh, can God. only imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine. There's our episode title. Get the name right. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, Tonami Foothful? <laughs> I don't know if that works. I'm sorry. I don't know. That kind of like that's kind of like calling him Schmadolf Bittler, Chancellor of Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> so um, yeah, Mako's Travel Channel Food Show. Well, the real trick would be trying to figure out what the hell she's saying. But exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Terminal writes: So Ryuko completes in one episode what Inuyasha took God knows how many episodes to complete—a fetch quest. <laughs> he makes a very good point right there. I can't even bust your balls on that one. Paul, well, get well, on your knees and do it. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, to be fair, they only got like how many episodes? 25, 26 episodes to work with? I think it's like, 25. Yeah, 25. Like, why would you want to spend a whole episode doing a fetch quest? Uh, spend a whole, you know, 10 episodes doing a fetch quest, do one episode, and then the next thing you can do another thing stupid. At least that's the logic that they, they go through. <laughs> you know... I think, like, Studio Trigger at this point understands they make money through DVD and Blu-ray sales. <laughs> Why do you think something like uh, Little Witch Academia went straight to DVD? But I'm getting off topic again. <laughs> God. See? I pulled the weed up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Where's the paper? Roll it. <laughs> Blue Alexander 93 writes in, Takarada is what we should all strive to be. Powerful, grilled, and richer than God. For show, yo. Well, I want the grill, man, but I sure want to be richer. I want a grill that I want a grill that allows me to cook as much bratwurst as I want at once. <laughs> you know, I really. Oh wait, wrong kind of grill. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, Paul I... just want to play with your snitching group, and as always. <laughs> Nobody needs to know about that. I really hate the off-topic rule because I want to bring up the Joker. <laughs> no, no, you know. Oh, oh not oh. yet. Not yet. Not yet, okay. It's too soon, sir. Too soon. Oh, it's never too soon for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Rashunda Spears writes in, Ben's performance on Kill la Kill was flawless. Yes, it was. Kind of had to be. <laughs> He's Dev Gun after all. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you haven't listened to that interview... You're a fool. Go listen to it. <laughs> yes, listen. It's the uh, it is the interview that almost killed me. 
<laughs> I, think, well, that, I think that was probably one of our best interviews yet to be honest with you it, it really was because i just like how hyperactive ben was the entire time it was great i haven't actually listened to it so i gotta go listen to this after that Thanks. you know what now we gotta put you in the freaking bucket <laughs> <laughs> see we yep. like we liked you, and then you said you didn't listen to this interview. So now we got Jim, to- get me a towel. Um, we're going to put him on the table, and we're going to waterboard his ass. <laughs> I'm Coming sorry. right up. <laughs> uh, Just a couple of tricks of the trade. Well, if you make a donation to, to Darrell's poor uh, booze fund, we'll, we'll make an exception. For just uh, pennies a day, you can support this man's alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> you really need to play the eyes of the angels. Oh that one. <laughs> Put that hey, in sketch, please. Oh, that's what we should have. That's what we should have as a title. That's what we should have as a title. <laughs> hey, pay ten bucks a month, and he'll probably put you in a bottle himself. <laughs> Pickled Chris Sabo. Oh, you had to go there, didn't you? You really had to go there. Okay, next one. Mark King writes, All hail the power of Pimp Daddy Diskin. It's a pimp name, Daddy Diskin. (laughs) (laughs) You let out his inner pimp tonight. See, I told y'all he was black, man. This is Uh, why he got drafted into the race. First round pick. First round pick. We gave up Condoleezza Rice for Jim. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was well worth the trade. Okay. Oh, and uh, Sir Not Appearing on this podcast, a.k.a. Sketch, says, The creativity displayed in the themes of the schools in this episode is what sets Kill the Kill apart from most battle school series. (laughs) Takarada in particular was a total riot. Diskin killed it in that role. Takarada talked up money, but it was all about the Benjamin. (laughs) <laughs> oh dang sketch that was a tight pun <laughs> making it rain making it rain brother okay. almost tightened in paul's butthole at once <laughs> <laughs> really really I, I make like 20 references in this joke and no one laughs but you laugh at that <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference i know when to deliver <laughs> That's it's what the she Dur- said. It's the Daryl <laughs> difference. Touch the Daryl touch. touch. It, it's not Daryl, it's Daryl. Oh. <laughs> it's actually Daryl, but I'm not going to kill you tonight. <laughs> I thought you were anyways. He's not sufficiently sauced up to kill anybody tonight. <laughs> uh, not tonight. <laughs> no, he's, he's in a campy mood tonight. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Nice. Well, with Kill a Kill out of the way, now that'll bring us to the Sword Art Online 2 episode recap. Sword Art Online Today, Episode 7, Crimson Memories. That's 2 and 7 in Dutch for you people. I guess that's going to be my running joke. After their battles, Kazuto and Shino spend the next day IRL awaiting the Battle of Bullets finals. Sugaha grills Kazuto on what he's been up to, knowing full well that he was the Kirito who has been getting attention in GGO. 
Meanwhile, Shino vents to Shinkawa about Kirito and Shinkawa attempts to comfort her and tries confessing his feelings to her, but she pushes him away. Kazuto prepares for his upcoming battle in GGO and confesses to his nurse the guilt he feels about killing people in SAO, particularly about forgetting the names of the people he killed. She does her best to comfort him and tells him the fact that he feels guilt, proves he's not a monster, and reminds him that when he did kill an SAO, it was to protect other people. Both Kazuto and Shino log into GGO in preparation for the finals, where Shino brushes off Shinkawa a second time. What a bitch. <laughs> then again, she got hit by the Kirito waifu ray last week, so... Not but, once, but twice. Didn't yeah. she say, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Didn't she say to him, though, she was, when they were in the real world, she was like, well, I want to finish this tournament and then we can talk. I think she, she said something about getting, you know, getting Yeah, that's what, they all, that's what they all say. They want to talk and then the next I, thing you know, you got an angry boyfriend chasing you down. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, man. She used the infinite um, friend zone jutsu. <laughs> Your ass ain't never getting out of that. That's like the equivalent to the infinite Sukiyomi. <laughs> no, she <laughs> she uses on Shinkawa. Exactly. Officers, officers, officers! I have a sugar imbalance. <laughs> no, come on! Oh, okay. I don't a get sugar it. imbalance. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> that sounds like Darrell. Darrell always has a sugar imbalance, right, Darrell? Nah, son. I'm salty. <laughs> you, you know, I'm done making references for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Make it something we know. No. I'm sorry. Apparently, you guys don't watch Comedy Central. Okay, I'm sorry. Not enough of it. No, we're too much into Tsunami, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm reading psychology books. <laughs> okay, how about this? Inuyasha Kagome! No. No, because that wasn't funny. (laughs) (laughs) There's a difference between introducing a... There's a big difference. You're doing two things wrong. You're introducing either stuff we don't know or stuff that isn't funny. (laughs) Chris, we got to prep you on this. You know what? Go and get the bell, Paul. (laughs) No, no, we got to get the paddle. You clearly yeah. don't listen to the podcast enough, Chris. We make wrestling jokes here. <laughs> and, yep. We learned that from Steve Yurko. Fuck you, Steve Yurko. <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> We're just waiting for that WrestleMania throwdown. Dude, it's never going to happen because the first thing would be uh, like, Steve Yurko, Darrell. Let's go and get some beer, man. <laughs> Let's grab a drink. Why do I? And then all of a sudden there'll be a sketch and a T-shirt. <laughs> so are you guys excited for the uh, fight between uh, Kirito and Shino? Um, not particularly. Uh, you sound like uh, the same guys I met for Mayweather versus Pacquiao. started <laughs> <laughs> on that crap, man. <laughs> the difference being Kirito actually beat Shino uh, seen on before, so. Yes. And he actually did it definitively and didn't pay anybody off. Yeah, <laughs> and he did it. And he did it like a bum. You gotta, you gotta admit that, because he was just kind of like, he's kind of like, can you just log off now? I, I, I don't kill women. <laughs> well, he's already actually, one step above does, Mayweather. So. Oh, actually, oh, I was gonna say he's one step above Mayweather. So, <laughs> damn, we had that ESPN moment right now. Yep. <laughs> See, Chris, that's how we do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, now, write that down. <laughs> oh, I, I, I am I'm writing it down on my imaginary, Van Wilder. This my is imaginary like, pencil. If you've seen the movie Van Wilder, just write that down. I own all three. You know what? This would be great information on the next time I join the podcast. 
Donate more money and you can be back. <laughs> we want more money. Okay. So, so uh, um, legit, this episode was pretty good, but I can't help but feel like this should have been in what was there instead of fairy dance. Exploring Kirito's PTSD and finding ways, uh, you know, to find Asuna again in the real world. Stuff like that. That's yeah. it. I really that was the only thing that was going through my mind was where was this during fairy dance or where was this instead of fairy dance? <laughs> right. Well, you know, <laughs> as we know, that season one of Sword Art Online was kind of up. So <laughs> they oversold it, man. That's, that's that's all I can say. They oversold it. They overstretched themselves. Yes. Well, I think I, think... I could never overstretch myself. Oh. Wink, wink. <laughs> oh let's get to the talk back jim before we well let's get uh jen, let's get jen's uh thoughts on the episode first yeah though. jen stop being so quiet quiet <laughs> I, I swear jim you jen if you get quiet one more time i'm gonna hunk your boobs well hold on let me hunk your boobs anyway honk honk <laughs> forgot they do hunk back yes they do <laughs> Now, I thought this was a very nice episode. It was pretty simple, you know, just about the characters and their daily lives. And, I mean, there's really not much more to say about that other than we got to see some of the characters we haven't seen in a while from the first season. So that was nice, too. I'm excited for next week's episode. Can't wait. I, I still feel bad for Shinkawa, though, man. He just got friend-zoned so bad. He got <laughs> he got friend-zoned so bad he's going to have it find it difficult to find a girlfriend of any kind. <laughs> It's like, man, I got rejected by a girl like that. Yeah, he got snapped. He got snapped back like he was speared. <laughs> speared by uh, Goldberg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I have to consider that one like just a diamond cutter, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, WCW jokes. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> okay. remember Gold Dust. Yeah. That's <laughs> no, WWF. <laughs> Does nobody want to hear what I think about the show? No. No. <laughs> no. What you think of the show, Chris? <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Sword Art Online 2 is currently one of my least favorite animes. Woo! Ooh. Ooh. Uh, can I yeah. kill him now? Yeah, you can kill me. Go ahead. I don't I don't really care. <laughs> I, no, I say ooh as in like, ouch. No, no, no Chris. Yeah. Chris. <laughs> at this point, when Jen says that she wants to kill you, you're supposed to make a sexual reference. Yeah. No. We're trying to teach you here, okay? God, God, break that down. Okay, carry you the whole show, man. Not as long as I'm here. There will be no sexual harassment of Jen while I'm here. What? Darrell's been harassing her the whole time. That's yeah, that's yeah, that's Darrell. It's okay for him. Yeah, he gives Darrell a pass. Oh, okay. Or yeah. or does he? Or did Darrell pass him something? Hmm. Yeah. No. Pardon me. Hey, where, hey, where'd this Guinness come from? Oh yeah. All I know is I'm gonna walk into a bar and Darrell's gonna be like, "Hi guys, down two Guinnesses again." <laughs> I'm gonna record that this time. Two Guinnesses in two minutes. I got a camera. I paid for that. I'm recording that this time. I swear. Why do you need a full blown camera for that? Why not just, just use your cell phone your camera? Dude, <laughs> it's in HD. Why not f- record that in HD? Cell phones can record in HD, HD. man. I, like I, I have the friggin' iPhone six here. Yes. 
1080p HD. Which yeah. The fan, children. The fans have... Okay, we're off topic now. Let's get back on children. <laughs> okay, back on topic of sort of online. I, I don't like... For me, it's it just it just bothers me so much that they try to make Kirito like this sad hero when in the end he's just a d- like <laughs> I I from like the first episode of the first season he's just a d- no reason for me to like him but then again like I then again I don't got I don't know the guy mentality apparently girls like d- <laughs> <laughs> I should hope so most <laughs> do. Depends on who you talk to. Yeah. Oh, Ken. <laughs> I said sometimes, right? <laughs> anyway, to the Tsunami Talkbacks, because we are well overdue for that. Yes, we are. SLF the FMA says, This episode of SAO was pretty gripping back when it originally aired, and Bryce's performance was just as good. Loved it. Oh, no, the performance is great throughout the oh, yeah. entire show. You know, it's just the, the, the performances are so much better than the show deserves. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, OK, I, I don't I have to kind of disagree with you on the Kirito thing, though, because like I don't think I don't think Kirito's like an asshole. <laughs> like, I don't think he's like he's are, probably are you... one of those assholes that is an asshole and doesn't know it and doesn't know he's doing it. <laughs> Okay, okay, like, he's in a relationship with Asuna, and then he goes into a virtual world in a bar and picks up chicks. <laughs> no, I think he's... He, I think dude, he's, he can't help it, man. Like, they just... They just attracted to him. That's, right. that's all to it. I think, I think... He was letting uh, his nurse grope him, too. That was yeah. uh, pretty Well, who wouldn't let a nurse like I that? Know. <laughs> dude, I was I like, think, sponge bath me anytime, baby. <laughs> I honestly think that he was... <laughs> I honestly think that he was just... I think he was just gullible. Like, he was just like... In the first part, in, in the Sword Art Online, season one, like it was kind of like, uh, oh, this girl likes me. I didn't know that. Oh, my sister likes me. Um, that's sick. <laughs> <laughs> now he's kind of, because you've noticed it in this one. At least I've noticed it. In this one, like the nurse will try to make a comment on him. He's like, he gets a face on him like, um, no. <laughs> when he no. should be saying yes. <laughs> but he is kind of doing that to Sinon, so we'll... You know, maybe he needs to chill out just a little bit. Who knows? Hard to say. We're, we're still only seven episodes in out of, what, 24, 25, 26? Something like that. Oh, oh I never wow. know. Oh, I never wow, know yeah. anymore whether it's 24, 25, or 26. <laughs> and I think unless, it's a, unless it's a really unique number. And I think they're still dubbing as we go, so. We'll, we'll, yeah. Really? Wait, really? They haven't, re- yeah. they haven't released any of the DVD sets yet. They were, that I um, just well, be- I know that. Just before they started, I believe they were... I want to say Michelle said that they had only done maybe six. Yeah, at the first time she said they had yeah. only done six. So, so that's I ridiculous. Mean, that, well, this is this is something. I mean, and we'll get back into the talkbacks here after this. But like, this is something that was kind of like it took us all by surprise. So, you know, it's not surprising that they're doing it on the fly. But you know. I guess you're right, being that uh, Sword Art Online two came out in Japan like last fall. But e- even still, like. When you're dubbing something as soon gets on TV, that that's 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 something I rarely hear about. So that's that's really cool. And thank you to Funimation for making other companies get on their ass. <laughs> yes, thank but you, sure. Funimation. Yeah, Funimation says the bar though, man. Yeah, they do. But they anyway, do. let's get back into the talk then. Lord Terminal writes, so if Klain's filling in for Kirito, does that mean the girls are his harem now? <laughs> okay. No, you see, I try like you try to bring me back in, but everybody brings you back out, man. 
KJ Senpai says, Klain and Sandwich Kun are the best things about SAO. We've only seen one of these characters, and only for 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that, my yes. friends, is what they call character development. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, you gotta go. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Too bad it was Dio that did it all the time, though. Austin Guest echoes my very sentiment. Kirito having PTSD over SAO does make sense. Too bad it's over a scene we saw via flashback and feels 20 episodes too late. Yep, my thoughts exactly. I I kind of agree, but I don't necessarily just because I think he's finally coming to terms with what happened because, you know, I, he was kind of internalizing it. But then once Death Gun, you know, kind of came into the the scene, so to speak it kind of made him relive what he was going through. And then he realized, I really don't know who I killed. Like that's kind of up, you know, but the trigger. Well, here's my thing is, here's my thing is that, um, is it a character thing that you can just, uh, you can just carry over your tattoos from one game to another. Um, wait, what it feels like, uh, excuse me. Uh, feels like Actually, sword art. Well, sword art because um, he has the same tattoo with the uh, PK Guild uh, laughing coffin, which is um, what Kirito. And um, I'm trying to think like, well, because if is, not that, because if not that is an incredibly convenient plot contrivance. Well, well no, if you think about it, like uh, in Sword Art Online One, there was the egg, and that kind of like connected all the different uh, MOBAs together. That's so right. It's, so I guess it kind of would make sense that if you go from one game to another, your character avatar would, you know, continue well, over. Yeah, it kind of does. Okay, now that now that makes it a little bit more. Well, sense. we'll see. Kirito, Kirito basically transferred himself Drink. from the other game. So I mean, it does make sense that they could have tattoos from another game on them. But right. I think. Then, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. I think. But why would real- you want to? <laughs> That's yeah, that's that's what I was gonna bring up because like if if, uh, if Kirito can change from a male character to a female character, what else can you change? You know, True. exactly. So it, it, I'm th- yeah. There's a, that's the main problem with Sword Art Online. I ask all these questions of it, then it's inconsistent. Answer, well, one right. answer one answer proves itself, but then my next thought is, okay, why? <laughs> <laughs> but wasn't I'm trying to think like wasn't wasn't didn't Death Gun kill? characters that were from the original sao i think so but uh so, was that revealed like all these G- like some of these ggo players were sao survivors yeah I well think yeah that. it was but because the thing is if you go back and watch a uh, sword online one uh you can actually see like um them talking about like killing other people so it's like <laughs> even though it's not brought up in sword online 2 it's, it was still brought up in sword online 1 okay so yeah, I mean, so. it makes it makes sense to where this is going. So yeah, it, it's it's semi continuity where it's like, okay, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. But why would you want to <laughs> continuity? <laughs> but why would you want to? All, you know? all I'm gonna say, Jim, is that I like Sword Art Online too. How it's more, it, it's kind of like they learned from the mistakes from Sword Art Online because mm-hmm. it it seems to be a lot more structured, <laughs> and you actually have meaning behind these characters as development behind these characters. Right, and development. <laughs> and you're not like focusing in on uh Asuna getting or something. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> or well yeah, like the Sword Art your... Online season Sword Art Online one kind of felt like the um it's like what was Reki Kawahara not getting? 
Well, well, what happened was the manga is like really, really long, and they didn't want to do something like Naruto or Bleach, so they decided like, hey, but let's put in twenty six episodes. Yeah, and so like it actually the, the the original manga does go on for like god six eight months, and then they skip like so much of that. Mm. Well, so you know, like I fill it in later. Like I, <laughs> like I said before, when I, when we were talking about the original Sword Art Online, the first part, other than how how what happens with the boss, is is great. The second part of it was just like a waste of time. Yeah, <laughs> like, fairy dance is. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, fairy dance is trash. It, it it was a waste of time. Like the first part, awesome until you get to the boss, and then it was just like what, melodramatic. It should have been more to that. Like you could have done so much better with that scene. And if there was a director's cut and I could go back and do that, like I said before, I would redo that scene. I would at least make it an episode, mm-hmm. action packed, where they just like have a huge like duel because it it. it <laughs> It led up to that, and you're just like, that's all that happened? Like, It led itself to being well. more epic. That's the thing. And right. Kirito doesn't... wises from his grave again. <laughs> oh, my God. Or, Kiri- oh, or Kirito hulks up and just, you know, that's all that Kirito uh, did. He hulked up and smacked it and squashed him. Right. It was like bad sex, man. It was like, you're so amped up, and then all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> uh, I, believe, I believe it's smash it, not smack it. <laughs> oh. Smack it, flip it, rub it down. Oh no, get it right, my. All right, let's get to the. <laughs> Thank you, Darrell. Next right. talk back. Yes, next talk back. Benjamin Pajon says, "I can believe that Kirito can get all the ladies around his age, but the nurse too." Yes, hey. the nurse too. Yes, yeah. the nurse. That is the mark of a pimp when you can pull a chick that's older than you. Hey, hey, she was. Hey. Hey, Kitty, want... maybe Kitty Toe has a thing for older women. I know I do. Uh, is she hey, really that much older? Nurse. <laughs> no, really. Like, she's a nurse. She could be, like, in her early 20s, mid-20s. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Asuna's older than him, so, like, it doesn't... It, it makes I like about a year. <laughs> yeah. But still. It's okay, though, man. Like, that's what I love doing in high school. I always got the women that were older than me. <laughs> it's wrong when a freshman pulls the senior beauty queen. Yeah. Uh, so uh, apparently Sketch has his hands in everything. This. Yeah, he got his hand in a lot of pies. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, Sketch. <laughs> and speaking of Sketch, he's got his own talk back for this one too, because he has to make himself heard after not being there for two weeks. <laughs> Kirito showing grief over the lives he took in Sao shows he's human. Shinkawa, back off. She's just not that into you, bro. Nice to see Clayne again. Also, Sugaha does not take being unfriended well. <laughs> I hope you all Delinio. enjoyed my sketch. I hope you all enjoyed my sketch impression. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> you on my Facebook, man. All right. <laughs> so, we're not friends? <laughs> not no, I'm just going to cut with your sketch. <laughs> all right. So, before we go on 50 more tangents, uh, that's going to be it for the Sword Art Online 2 uh, recap. If you guys have any opinions about that, please let us know. Use the hashtag Toonami Talkback and let us know what your thoughts are so far on uh, Sword Art Online 2 and you know what we've kind of actually talked about because you know it was a really good discussion about that. Mm-hmm. But it's time to get into the news and let's get into that right now. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com.
Alright, so let's get into the news, and let's start with the ratings. Um, and this is the ratings for May 2nd, 2015. And um, they were actually really good, uh, despite what was going on. But, uh, let's get into those right now. Uh, and I'll start with 18 to 49. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai did 747,000. Kill the Kill did 618,000. Sword Art Online did 534,000. Inuyasha the Final Act did 498,000. Naruto Shippuden went up and did 517,000. Continuing the upward trend, One Piece did 543,000. And Attack on Titan did 458,000. So that not was bad. 49. Yeah, uh, not bad. And that was, I believe that was during the, the Pacquiao fight. That was uh, not mm, last week, but the week before. No. Was it? No, no, no. Yeah. I think this was looking at the... Ra- no, you're right. No, no, the Pacquiao fight was like the day before the Toonami. No, this is this is the ratings for Pacquiao, actually. Oh, because, really? Yeah, because... During the, the Pacquiao fight. Yeah, this it, the first two shows did a million, so... Hmm. Which is good, which is really good, considering... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. And, and, oh, you know what? I was uh, I got ahead of myself. Yeah, I thought they were for um, this, week, this week coming up, but whatever. Yeah, so... But I, I want to say, like, you guys are awesome because... We were able to do those kinds of ratings with that fight going on. Um, I believe there was a there was what else was going on that weekend? I believe um, NBA playoffs. Else. NBA playoffs. Um, there was might have been the Stanley Cup play, uh, likely some Stanley Cup playoff action too, and uh, and MLS. <laughs> Wasn't there a big derby going on too? Kentucky, the Kentucky, the Kentucky, Kentucky derby. derby. That was yeah. way okay. before. Okay. So. Um, that was going on, and then also I'm guessing SNL was going on as well. So. To have uh, and SNL is always going on, <laughs> so, even if it's reruns. So, I mean, we did really well. And, you know, thank you guys for tuning I mean, in and watching. Because... Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, really, only Inuyasha and Attack on Titan were under 500,000, right? For uh, 18 to 49, yes. 18 to 49. Yeah, that's that's actually not bad, considering it's the 12 to 330 syndicate run. You know, well, Cleveland show can go suck it. But anyways, um. <laughs> well, you, look, I'm sorry. You get like, I, I don't want to be the one guy that has to be the true guy. But like, if you put family guy on Adult Swim, family guy is going to get views. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, no, 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 I don't have a problem with family guy. But uh, my name is Cleveland <laughs> Brown. Brown, 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 Brown. Something right. that rhymes well, with Brown. Town with my family. <laughs> no, you're ju- no, you're ruining the joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, this week for some odd reason, the Cleveland Show did better at uh, three thirty and four, but it can go. F- <laughs> uh, but let's get into the. the it bent you over anyway. Let's get into two the fingers. <laughs> two fingers. Oh man, we. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get into total ratings. Okay, enough. Enough, you two. Or I'm gonna. Oh, okay. let me touch you one more time. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai, and these are the total ratings, by the way. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai did one million two hundred sixty-six thousand. That's awesome, based on everything that was going on at that night. Kill the Kill did one million. 58,000. Again, really good. Uh, Sword Out Online did 833,000. Eh. I mean, that's 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 good. That's, but... Like, when you hit the million, that usually means, like, everybody stays like, in the level. Yeah. Uh, Inuyasha, the final act, did 723,000. That should have been higher. Mm. Uh, Ship It In went up and did 772,000. Believe it! And One Piece, for once, <laughs> went up as well. Yeah. 816,000. 
if you One Piece fan, man. Pasta machine! <laughs> yeah, it's the power of the pasta machine. <laughs> yeah, probably. And then Attack on Titan went down, which is very unusual for it. Uh, 759,000. So those were all the ratings for this week um, in regards to Tsunami. Cleveland Show did uh, 812,000. It went up for once. Wait, what? 812? 812 yeah, for the total ratings. Like, who watches no, Cleveland no, 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 Show no. at 3.30 in the morning? No, no, it gets better. Patrick oh, Star? Boy, 3.30 a.m. <laughs> you got my joke. It gets better because at 4 a.m. it did 906,000. No. I'm it, I'm looking at the ratings right here. I'm guessing what happened is the Pacquiao fight bored people to sleep, and then all of a sudden, by the time they woke up, Toonami was over, and they're like, well, what the hell? The fight was over. They find out Pacquiao lost, so it's like, well, what the hell else do we do? <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, oh, hey, Adult Swim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can the thing see is, that. you saw better fights on the Cleveland show than you did with Mayweather and Pacquiao. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. Hey, at least, at least with Family Guy, you got the chicken fight, you know? Exactly. Oh, yeah. Then on you, top of that, you know, if you're not a woman, you know, Mayweather is not going to really try to hit you. You got better You got better fights on Bikini Bottom's boxing channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 my God. Now you're getting it. Yes, please. Yes, you're learning. Yes. Hey. Yay, we get to teach people. Yay. Hey. <laughs> All right, so that was the ratings uh, for May 2nd. Uh, let's get into the trending for this past weekend. Um, and you guys actually trended some stuff, um, and I'm very happy to see that because, well, we don't really trend anything these days. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of this is just coming from the West Coast feed, which is, you know, I, I guess that's what we're going to have to do going forward because, well, it doesn't seem like it wants to trend on the East Coast. Well, I live here in the West Coast, and, like, uh, I was watching the Pacquiao fight, and it ended at, like, 10 o'clock, yeah. 11 o'clock. Yeah, because yeah, like that, that fight was uh, Western. It was on the Western uh, time zone, which is why it started at midnight. <laughs> it was in Las Vegas, yeah. Yeah, it was in Las Vegas in the Western time zone, and they started that fight at nine. Right. Well, let, let's get into what did trend. Uh, not a lot, not a lot of stuff trended on Twitter, and we also got a couple other trends that are interesting too. Uh, but on Twitter, uh, the United States, uh, we trended tsunami, and that was during uh, Inuyasha on the West Coast and shipping it on the West Coast. So. Uh, Good job, guys, on the West Coast for doing that. And uh, hashtag kill the kill also uh, trended on the West Coast airing as well. Uh, on mobile ad tweet counts, which we rarely see that anymore either, um, hashtag One Piece trended. Uh, it had 7,230 tweets. And I'm wondering if that's from the West Coast. It, I'm going to take a guess that was as well. So um, awesome for you guys to do that. Uh I'm, I'm surprised Darrell didn't say what he was going to say again. Pasta machine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just going to say go crank up the crane, sir. Oh, God. You just have to you have to save the pasta machine moments for when they really, really matter. Yes, yeah. they do. So uh, Tumblr, Tumblr trends. We actually had Dragon Ball Z trend. And uh, Google, Google, Google. What <laughs> this is not space, dude. None of us, none of us Google can talk. Empire. <laughs> I thought, I thought you were going to say goggle. Yeah, the googly-eyed empire. Yeah. I'm thinking space, Dandy. Uh, Google Plus trends, which rarely hear that either. What the uh, hell is that a thing? I guess it is. Um, Goku trended, um, there as well. So those are the trends for this week. Um, hey. Well, Goku trends all the time. Goku trended yesterday for Goku Day. Yeah, it did. So that's that's a good thing. Um, and 
we didn't really have that much news, but then something caught our eye. And actually, Chris alluded me to this, so thank you for that, Chris. Um, Toonami is doing something at San Diego Comic-Con. Um, we don't have any details, and I have Caboose on getting the promo, so by the time this podcast comes out, they'll probably be up on ToonamiFaithful.com. But um, we're going to try to get some information about that and see what's going on with that, because, you know, we don't really see Toonami go outside of Momocon, so this is going to be interesting to see what uh, Toonami does at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, usually Toonami doesn't leave the Eastern time zone. No, so. and it's going to be interesting to see who else is going to be there because, you know... If Steve is there. Well, Steve's definitely going to be there because he's always there at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, according to uh, Adult Swim bumpers, if anybody watches Adult Swim other than Toonami, there was a bumper recently released about their San Diego Comic-Con lineup and one of which included a title known as Toonami Live, which can mean a multiple multiple things but you know we're only hoping for the best of the best information news to do to do i hear uh i'm i hear tsunami live i immediately think it's probably gonna be nothing more than a tsunami pre-flight live <laughs> that would still be the coolest thing ever though like think about that, that would be pretty cool yes but um you do it so soon after after momocon going into san diego comic-con and doing it it's like what's the point you <laughs> know well, when, yeah, I mean, I know they do. I know they're trying to put one up every week, but well, when when is San Diego Comic Con actually? Uh, it's usually like the second or third week of July. Here, I'll get the exact dates in a second. I thought it was. I thought it was uh, Fourth of July weekend for some reason. No, it's the weekend after Fourth of July. Well, we'll, just have to, okay. we'll have to see what they do because there again, it, it could be just you know meet and greet maybe like Jason and them are there and you know you can talk to them maybe we it could know. be a, it could be a small little uh hub like it, right. usually outside of Comic-Con they have a tent and they're like Toonami live and you can sit down on a couch and watch like something going on but yeah you maybe never watch know Tsunami, maybe watch Toonami in a con room because that's something that uh Bryce I know has championed for a long yeah, time that would yeah. be awesome and uh, you th- know what I can tell you that we're probably not going to go because we have no money I hear so much about San Diego Comic-Con being ridiculously overcrowded and having to go to uh, basically plan your entire day around one event. (laughs) Well, well, it depends. Like, I go there every year, so if you mind, I can maybe give a crash course to anybody interested, if you'd like. Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. All right, that's fair. Um, But yeah, yeah, I'm just going going by what I've been hearing, and none of it has been good about San Diego Comic-Con like the last five years or so. (laughs) So anyway... All right, so that's it for the news this week. Uh, actually, there is a there is a bit of uh, uh, news that just came down the um, just came down the pike recently. Uh, actually, this is about as hot off the press as you can get. Um, the recent recently uh, Warner Brothers require, acquired um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, not Viz. Um, Warner Brothers, like the guys that you know published the Batman games. <laughs> and Brothers Entertainment, yeah. Yep, and uh, supposedly they are also. It has just come to our attention that they are going to add an English dub. At first, it didn't. Uh, they said they weren't, but now uh, it has been corrected, and they said that they will dub um, JoJo. Can I just say, like, I am like the biggest JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fan. Are like, you now? <laughs> yes, I am now. Like, like I just recently ordered some of these Stardust Crusaders from Amazon. They're these uh, hardcover manga books in English writing. You know, I I had bought a bunch of uh, DVD imports from Japan, and like 
there's so many reasons why it's it's not popular here in America, so I don't know why Warner Brothers would pick it up. But the fact that they did shows, like, some sign of, like, internet impact, some sign of Toonami impact, you know? And I think that that shows nothing but amazing. I don't know if it's internet impact, but I will say that a ridiculously good JoJo show like this has been um, so horrifically overdue. Yeah. Well, there, well there it, has been... it actually got the pre-orders on right stuff right now for JoJo, and it does yeah. have the English um the English um dub with it too. So, well, right. and you also also like there's been a uh, a lot of people asking for JoJo to be on Toonami as well. So, I mean, this kind of opens the door to it. It does, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of again, you know, and we're not going to really go into this because we're probably a podcast or two down the line here. We'll talk about our MomoCon predictions, but um. I don't know, like that, that 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 could be a possible announcement here at Momocon. So we'll see. I, I, the biggest thing I'm worried about is whether or not it would do well on Toonami. Yeah, it would. Man, yeah. Jo- looking at JoJo gives you freaking facial hair, chest hair, and hair on your lion's mane down below. If you didn't uh, have that, then you get something after watching JoJo. So much adrenaline and testosterone. <laughs> JoJo, watching JoJo puts watching JoJo puts hair in your chest. And Salahorn. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, but yeah, um, I am very excited about the uh, just JoJo getting dubbed, like the re- the rest of JoJo getting dubbed. Thank you. All right, so that's the news for this week. Um, let's move on and let's get into, which is my favorite show, obviously, Inuyasha, <laughs> the final act recap right now. Yasha the Final Act, Episode 22, Naraku, The Trap of Darkness. Within Naraku, Kagome awakens from her fall to find Sashomaru slashing away demons to protect her. They wander through Naraku's massive body while Sango and Moroku see a vision showing exactly how Moroku's father died by being sucked into the wind tunnel. The vision rattles Sango, but Moroku uses the wind tunnel to protect them before fleeing from Sango so she would not be near him when his wind tunnel reaches breaking point. Meanwhile, Shippo, Kohaku, and Jaken make their way up to Naraku's body, and Inuyasha is possessed by Magatsuhi. Sashomaru arrives to battle the possessed Inuyasha, and sees Rin disappear further into Naraku's body. With the help of Kagome and Tetsaiga, Inuyasha eventually breaks free from Magatsuhi's control, allowing Sashomaru to slay Magatsuhi with the Tenasaiga once and for all. Tensaiga. Tensaiga, okay. So. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh, that's that's a long ass sentence. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, Jim. Fuck. We get, we fuck this up all the time, so it's not anything. Yeah. I I've, I've always been under the uh, impression that it was Tenasaga. So no, well no, it's, it's Tenasaga. Yeah, it's Tensega, um, Baku Saga, which is so stupid, and um, ten well Tensaiga. Mm-hmm. There's well, yeah, it's so stupid too. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's stupid too. I can't say anything mm-hmm. about that. Um. Oh, this episode of Inuyasha Final Act. First of all, why is Jaken and them going up into Naraku's body? Basically, they're just going to be used as pawns. They're going to be used as pawns now and just paraded around like, hey, why don't you save this guy before I kill him? (laughs) I'm just sitting there going, oh my god, why? Feels kind of like a video game. It's like, get all your party members back before the final boss. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Unless it's Mario Party. Yeah. (laughs) 
And by the way, Sashomaru is being such a good brother-in-law. <laughs> in, in law. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's being a good brother. Very soft-hearted. Being a good brother-in-law. Get it? You know, they're probably going to get married. Get it? Shut up, Paul. Why do I need to explain this to you, Jim? Shut up. Anyways. Hey, you don't talk to black people like that. Jim, <laughs> after the podcast, we're going to handle. <laughs> Anyways. Can I um, help? No. Yes, you can. You, you certainly uh-huh. can help. Yeah. Let Jen help. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's also desperate. Let Jim help. Let Jen, Jen help. Jen, speak. What? I, I said you can help. I say you can help, but then you don't say anything. <laughs> All right, Jen, we're taking care of Paul. After we're done here, we're taking care of Paul. Sweet. The three of us. A little late for this, but anyways. So, uh, what do you guys think of this episode? I didn't see it because I'm so far behind. It's um, I'm not gonna submit myself to that oh, kind of wrong. brain injury. <laughs> I no. could never, I could never get into Inuyasha because I remember watching it back in like 2001, 2002. I don't remember when the early 2000s. I tried watching it on Adult Swim and it just like couldn't get into it. And I see adult, and then I see Inuyasha the final act, and it's like I don't know what's going on. Not not saying it's bad. I have anything. I'm I think maybe it's like really good. I just don't know any of the backstory, so I'm pretty much like, I'm pretty much like the final act is the only act I know. I I, I did like you. I, I don't know if I like you anymore now. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta be honest with you, Chris. I never liked you, man. Walterell, <laughs> <laughs> I never liked you either. So oh, wait. Congratulations. oh. <laughs> well, you will see after that. I think you through water boy in your ass. Because <laughs> I do have a car battery also and some jumper cable. Uh, <laughs> and now I feel like a horrible person for even joining this entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna play. <laughs> my favorite game <laughs> prisoner of war oh, <laughs> no but seriously i actually like this episode you know jockeying and shippo talk to each other fight and shippo called him out like why you just didn't fly mm-hmm. up with, with now the funny thing is inuyasha actually comes out of it being possessed by makasui after he smells kagome blood i'm like uh yeah i'm not gonna say anything because that was just a once in a lifetime to make a period joke. <laughs> Rest in pieces, Magatushi. <laughs> yep. Magatushi. <laughs> it's like, well, he didn't get that. Um, she didn't get the tampon that time. Oh God. <laughs> hey, Allison. Hey, that's your intern. I got honey and marmalade for that later. <laughs> Jen, what did you think? I've said before with Inuyasha, you know, the episodes are kind of like a hit or miss with me. And with this episode, I was actually interested from the beginning to the end. And it was a really good episode. And I like how Sashomaru has turned himself around a little bit, you know, trying to help out. His brother helped out Kagome. And I just really do. I, I, I like that part of him. And I'm really worried about Moroku. You know, you know what? It, it's really f***ed up that Sashomaru can't use his Bakusaiga. <laughs> because if he uses it, he takes the risk of killing like everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, if he even like unsheaths it, he could like destroy half of Nuraku, and then, oh look, I just killed Ren. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just shows with his character growth that he's actually become a little bit more compassionate, which is what his father wanted him to do in the first place. Right. <laughs> 
the great dog demon. I, I just I just go back to that one episode where the sword and his arm, which has been missing since it got chopped off by Inuyasha in the first series, just all of a sudden appears. I'm like, so he just needed to learn compassion, and then he gets the shit? Like, yeah, I'm what like, don't you get about that? I'm like, what the f***? Like, I'm, I'm sure, like, Sashomaru was like, so that's all I needed to do. Yeah, you saved the world with the power of friendship. No, it was more like the power of love and friendship. <laughs> he's probably like, he's probably like, life, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. I went all these episodes without a arm, and now I get it back. What the I guess it's time to go back to the future then, huh? No, uh, no, that does, it doesn't work. There. <laughs> You're trying too hard. So Darrell talks. Darrell talks about the power of love, and I bring up Back to the Future. That works. That works. All right. Anyways, moving on to the talk back. <laughs> Chris, we love you, but sometimes. You're trying too hard. Anyways, uh, yeah. anyways, Jim, the talk back, please, if you would. Absolutely. SL. SLF the FMA says so much happened in this episode, but my favorite parts were Sashomaru helping Kagome. We don't ever get to see that. True. No, we don't, no. That, that's, mm-hmm. that's definitely something that's great to be seen. Mm-hmm. Inuyasha-san 87 says Magatsuhi is finally dead. About time. Moroku, we love you, but listen to Sango and stop using the wind tunnel. He ain't gonna stop. Yeah, he's not gonna stop. <laughs> but I would have copped the feel on that booty first, though. <laughs> <laughs> Blue, I mean, Alexander just... ni- Blue Alexander 93 says, R.I.P. Magatsuhi, you died as you lived. A creepy SOB that nobody liked. <laughs> yes. Damn yeah, right. <laughs> no one liked Magatsuhi. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not even his mother? That's the reason why he's You're a son You're trying of a too bitch. hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, moving on. Moving on. Austin Guest says, so what, that's three times in one episode that Kagome's been in peril? Good job there, honey. Hey, to be fair, that's only three times. This is true. (laughs) But three times in an episode that is a 26-episode final season. Yeah, it'd probably be like once or twice during during your average episode of Inuyasha. All right, I'm going to... All right, I am going to screw the pronunciation up on this one real bad. Uh... Daud Fikwirian says... Uh, Fikwirian says... That was pretty close. It is Daud. Go yeah, on. Daud Fikwirian says... Sashomaru noticed that Naraku's body is bigger on the inside. Is he a TARDIS and Sashomaru the next companion? <laughs> <laughs> I love that right now. Uh, <laughs> Little yeah. Dr. Hugh humor. Dr. Hugh humor. Hugh humor. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and then sketch with his two cents worth... <clears throat> I like the decision to have Sashomaru find Kagome. Those two rarely interact, so it was a nice change of pace and also shows Fluffy cares about the well-being of another person aside from those in his group. <laughs> Fluffy. <laughs> Glad we're done with Magatsuhi now. The possession shtick was getting old fast. Why do you sound like Kermit the Frog? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how Sketch sounds. I can't help. You can't help that. <laughs> Sketch is going to be listening to this and be like... <laughs> No, sure you allowed on the show anymore. He'll like email me and be like, Paul, if Chris ever comes back on the show, I'm leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Oh well, that's what you get. No, sure you Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. (laughs) Anyways, well, that's it for the Inuyasha final act recap. Um, Before we get into the topic, which Chris, 
chose, because obviously he did that for his reward. Uh, we have This Week in Toonami, which is another video game review, which seems to be the pattern these days. <laughs> yeah, they have um, been doing a lot of video game reviews. Well, I, I think they're they're kind of like, they're trying not to do as much because, well, they have Momocon coming up and there's going to be some huge announcement and there's probably going to be a lot of Intruder too. So why, why waste it on TV when you can put it on the con? You know what I mean? Not only that, it's the uh, spring season, so there's not like a lot of video games coming out. Like the only really good video game that they haven't reviewed at the moment is Bloodborne, and that's like that's it because everything yeah. else is just not worth playing. We've right. started to hit the uh, summer gaming drought. So, right. and if you guys haven't seen the new gaming review, which is, uh, and I'm hoping that's in the Blind Forest. Yeah. Uh, that is currently up on ToonamiFaithful.com right now, so be sure to go check that out and uh, watch the game review. And uh, this week, we also have Toonami Talkback. And Lots of like them. We have a little bit more this week, which is good. <laughs> and Jim, if you'd like to read those. Absolutely. From Josh Knighton. We are the Ninja of the Leaf. Common sense and logic is forbidden. <laughs> Regarding uh, Naruto. Oh boy, from Allison. This is going to be interesting. Allison says, Giraffes are no match for Zoro's blade. And who knew Luchi was a furry? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> that still was pretty normal by Allison's standards. Andy Yoho says, Oda knows how to make you hate a villain. Next to Nui, Spandam may be the most despicable character currently on the block. I don't know, I mean, Spandam's pretty evil, but I just want to see Lu- When I uh, saw Luchi get punched in the face by uh, Luffy going to second gear. I'm sitting there trying everything in my power not to go absolutely insane because when Luffy actually, you know, punches somebody and I've mentioned this before, it's like, it's just like, yes, yes. <laughs> it's like seeing Floyd Mayweather get punched in the face. Well, I was about to just say that. I was like, Spawn and Mayweather have something in common. They hit women and win. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, domestic violence is wrong, but seriously. <laughs> Moving on. It is, it is wrong. <laughs> Moving on. It's wrong. Abigail Christina says, and thus Zoro versus Kaku has come to a close. Not even the power of pasta machine can stand a chance against Zoro. Ah, Krillin, the entire planet is at risk, and all you care about is getting laid. Good to know your priorities in life. Hey. And good to know you get married to a robot. <laughs> Excuse me, it is an android. <laughs> hey, but if it's coming to the end of the world, everybody needs to get laid. Oh yeah, right. that's <laughs> it for this week's tsunami talkback. Uh, again, if you guys want to submit your tsunami talkback, we want to hear from you guys. Uh, always use the hashtag tsunami talkback on Twitter. Uh, right after tsunami or during tsunami, we'll take all of that. And uh, you can also email us. It's uh, podcast at tsunamifaithful.com if you want to send. Uh, your talk back there as well. And now, we move on to the topic. And Chris, what is your topic for the night? My topic is, what are La some... Blue Girl! Really? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> let it go, you know, Jarrell. Just let it Darrell. go. Jarrell. Okay. Quiet. Go to the corner for a minute. <laughs> no, no, no. Leave him in here, because if he goes in the corner, he's not going to have any fun. I want him to have some fun. Okay. Well, he can sit in my lap. He'll have fun there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, uh, the topic this week, what are your, some of your favorite Toonami shows that were somewhat underrated? And mostly kind of like the idea is to bring on shows that Toonami brought that like 
you you remember, you really love, but like no one else talks about it, but you love it. So, and if it, yeah, and if you want, I'll put like here. I got a link in the description to uh, Toonami's Wikipedia. It has every show that's ever ever aired on uh, Toonami. Look at that. If people could, if people could the actually watch this, if people could actually watch us recording this podcast, they would be doing this to you. Yeah. Yeah. So seriously, a, a guest comes prepared. That's all I gotta say, man. <laughs> exactly. Pretty awesome. I think you might be like the first one that ever became prepared for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because like this is like one of the few things that I'm actually interested in. Toonami was a big part of not just my childhood, but everybody's childhood. But I I cared so much about like the different shows that came on. You know, whether it be Japanese animation or American animation. You know, and you know, like, I, I want to hear from you guys what were some of your favorites, you know, because, like, we hear enough about Dragon Ball Z, Bleach, Naruto, um, why don't we get some Bobo Bo back in, or, or stuff like Roroni Kenshin, or heck, even well, um, Tenshi. Why don't you start and tell us what's yours? What's yours? Uh, uh, well, first, I'll, I'll leave it open-ended to, like, you know, as many as you want, just so, you know, people talk about it. Uh, well, first... I, well, actually, let me cut you off there. Not as many as you want, because we will be here all night. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so just yeah. three. 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 Three's fair. Three max. Three's um, coming, two. <laughs> my first one, my first favorite, is actually uh, Megas XLR. That's uh, American animation. Uh, but part of the reason I loved it so much was because it was just a parody of American Americans, Japanese, and even some Canadians and Mexicans, if you look through it um, enough. And it's just a funny show that everybody could, you know, laugh and enjoy. Uh, well, my first is actually going to be Gundam Seed, believe it or not, because even though it didn't finish its run, we're talking about a show that feels like a reboot of Mobile Suit Gundam, but manages to better it in a great many ways. Oh, yeah, definitely. I hear so many people talk more about G-Wing than they do Gundam Seed. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I don't know what it is about Gundam Seed. Like, the first season's good. D- Gundam Seed Destiny, I think we can all agree, is pretty crap. But <laughs> but um, we all like... Um, but I like uh, Gundam Seed. I think it's great. I can't wait until that comes out from Right Stuff. Yeah. You know, if I can... You know what? I'll, for mine, for my first one... I'm gonna. I would say, and I, and I think this is a good. This is a good one. I think you guys will agree. I think Zatch Bell was kind of underrated. Oh yeah, yeah I remember that show. I love that show. Zatch Bell was very underrated. It's like a lot of people even now are like, Can we get Zatch Bell on. Can we get Zatch Bell on? And I meet. Like, I meet so many people who are like, what the hell is Zatch Bell? And like they're in their twenties and they watch <laughs> Tsunami. You know. Exactly. I mean, it was it was a really good show. But it ended so early that people were like, we want more, but they never did anything with it. So, you know, that was one of those shows where I I think that was kind of one of those underrated shows because, you know, it could have done so much more had it been given the right opportunity. I think at that time when it came on Toonami, Toonami was kind of starting its downturn, fortunately. Had Toonami gotten the reins around it, though, in the right way, it probably could have done well. And we may have even been able to see it on this Toonami, so... Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Drill. I would have to go with Black Lagoon. Like, oh, yeah. I, I really tried to explain to people when... It, it, yeah, it was an old show from Oceans, but the thing was, it was a great show. It had everything that you wanted that I was telling everybody. You had booty, boobs, guns, knives, 
people getting killed and lots of profanity. It was I, always just that entertaining for me. And the thing was, the women in the in the show were not weak. You know, I just said this so many times in other um, explanations of this, but it was an all around good show because it had good plot, had a good plot, story development, and even the character development was good. Yeah, it probably could have got a little bit more in depth, but if people would have really just paid attention and watched it more, it's possible that we could have got the OVAs, which was Roberta's bloodshed. Yeah, like, I remember when they first announced that show, I'm like, really, they're bringing Black Lagoon? Not saying, like, in a bad way, it's saying in a good way, because this was, that was, like, the big turning point from Toonami being, like, just a bunch of, you know, bring back cartoons to, not sorry, not cartoons, Japanese animation, sorry about that, but, like, not only a bring back, but also, like, an evolution, bringing different things for different people to come, and it kind of stinked that it didn't do as well as I hoped yeah, but the whole thing was, he was like, once they started watching, they was like, oh, this is really good. I was like, by this point, it's too late now because y'all didn't watch it enough. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what that's what's been happening. You know, you got to you got to be watching these shows, because if you don't, it's going to be hard to get them back. Um, exactly. Jen, stop being quiet and tell us what your <laughs> number one is. Well, actually, My Jen number one. <laughs> <laughs> most, uh, yep, your most underrated show on Toonami. Ham Taro. <laughs> Give me a second. Give me. Where, where's my basket? <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna give it to her. You know, bring in. Let's let's bring in an underrated show. Okay, how about the one everybody hated at the time? You know, so congratulations, right. for standing up to a show that you liked. You know, I, I think I think the I think the biggest problem for Ham Taro was that it just it just jumped in. Like you had Dragon Ball Z, and then. You had Sailor Moon, and then you had Hantaro, which was an total, adventure. Total dissonance. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's a great show, but it, it just kind of, like, people were underwhelmed at the time, you know? And I think people still are underwhelmed, you know? I would agree. Mm-hmm. More from Jen, please. <laughs> well, okay, well, who doesn't love, you know, little hamsters running around and these little adventures eating sunflower seeds? I mean, it's, it was just adorable. You know, it was just, it was cute. It was, but it wasn't. Because you're a girl. Oh, God. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I wanted one so bad. I was like, I have hamster, but it's not Hamtaro. (laughs) I swear, you and Christian McCord. (laughs) All right, right. let's move back to Chris. Chris, what's your second one? Uh, I will go with Robotech. I feel that was somewhat under yeah i really do feel robotech is underrated i because at least like now like maybe back in the day when it started it was because like if you, people talk about like trigun back in the day cowboy bebop back in the day i don't hear anybody talking about robotech and that's like the definitive robot giant robot series you know i hear more about like evangelion and um mobile suit gundam i don't hear much about robotech and Robotech was freaking awesome too because you had a bunch of these pilots in space with giant. It was the quintessential giant robot, but I think because it came out in 1998, people were done with giant robots at that time. At least here in America. Probably. Anybody else want to say a thing about Robotech or no? Well, you know, Robotech was just something that I enjoyed watching. You know, cable. You know, I, well, who was there? Uh, you had Heisenberg on it. Damn it. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Brian, Brian Creston. Creston. Yeah. <laughs> that you can't go wrong with that. You can't go wrong with that, but Robotech was freaking awesome, though. Yeah. It was one of those mechs that I actually enjoyed. Well, my number two, and I, you know, I was looking at this list, 
and uh, thinking about what is make sure you wipe out your number two, okay? Yes, I will. Um, <laughs> thinking about <laughs> thinking about Adult Swim's tsunami and thinking about what show was very under, underrated, but actually surprisingly to me was good. And I think a lot of you on this podcast right now will agree is Cash and Sins. Yeah, yeah. I think I, and kill Luna. It, it was I. I was very surprised at how good it was because it was, even though it was kind of like, you know, subdued somewhat a little bit. You know, it, it actually had a great storyline and it drew you in every week to be like, okay, what is, what is really going to happen here? You know, like, do you is he just going to kill like fifty thousand people or <laughs> is he like actually going to continue to be this person that we've seen so far? You know. So, you know, it, it, that to me was one of the, is a very underrated show, and it goes to show you that it happened on this tsunami that we currently are watching. So, and it's kind of weird too, because like when you think about it, Tatsunoko is like one of the bigger like Japanese companies in Japan, and usually their stuff like doesn't even come out here in America. Like no one here knows about Yatterman, well, you know. So the fact that we even got a show was. Still unbelievable, and it kind of stinked. It didn't do too well. I, I think if I remember correctly, Cashier and Sins was kind of like a free show for them. And yeah. It was kind of a free show for them, and they put it on. And, you know, it actually became one of those series that people went, this wasn't actually that bad, you know? So it, it paid off for Toonami in the end. I kind of wish I thought I kind of thought like it would have had more of um, a following because like a couple years ago, Tatsunoko versus Capcom came out, and like that good was game. yeah, that's a good game, and that was one of the like at the time Tatsunoko versus Capcom was a Japanese exclusive, but due to like fan interest, it came out here in the West, and it was one of the most selling Wii games at the time. So it's kind of weird that like that audience wasn't there for Cash and Sins, or maybe it was, but it wasn't enough. Right. Maybe. Well, actually, uh, a big reason why uh, Tatsunoko versus Capcom came over for, re- uh, if I may say, really, really quick, is that um, it was um, a lot of the licenses were cheap as all hell to get. So. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, my next uh, my next show that was really, really underrated. Actually, I'm going to have to go with Eureka 7 because uh I don't know what people's major malfunction was with it. It's not that they didn't like it. It's that it was worse. It was that they didn't care. Seemingly. It was, it was really slow. Like if I'm going to, if I put, if I may put some input on Eureka 7, like I thought watching it, it's 52 episodes long. It does not need to be 52 episodes long. It is really slow. And I think that's is, what most people. It is slow, but the payoff is amazing. It is. Yeah. I, I would agree with <laughs> But yeah, like 52 episodes in, you're just like, this is a great show. You know, right. I, I think it just had a really bumpy start in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And what's worse, and what's worse, I don't even think like Eureka 7's movies uh, or Eureka 7 AO might even come to um, Toonami, which that, that stinks because like I would consider those better and would probably give a better chance for Eureka 7. But Eureka, mm. well, not enough people gave it a, not enough people watched it. So, you know, it's not like there's a lot you can do. True. Thank God I own it on DVD, though. Yeah, really. Watch it anytime I want. Mm-hmm. About this, I'm going to talk about this show that I see on the list. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Darrell, <laughs> you're next. Yep, next one would be Ronin Warriors, people. 
Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I was thinking that too, actually. <laughs> Ronan Warriors. <laughs> I, I was, I was, I was sitting there going, I was like, should I put Ronan Warriors? Because a lot of people are like, oh, what's Ronan Warriors? Yeah, the thing is, a lot of the, a lot of people don't remember the show, but me and Paul do. I mean, well, because well, it originally. It Hey, 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 this is my, this is my spotlight right now. You, <laughs> you don't get to talk right now. I'll it's give you samurai stuff, son. Oh, boy. It's samurai. Sketch leaves and he becomes like a prima donna. Continue. <laughs> hey, I'm not a prima donna. Shut up, prima donna. Keep going. This was just one of those anime. I was like, wait a minute. You got samurai. You got this cool-ass armor and everything. They're fighting against the bad guys. And I, I, I was... I was automatically just stuck on this from day one when I saw the first episode up until the end. Not to mention, you know, in the um, OVAs, you got a black samurai. So, yeah, rock on, son. <laughs> rock on. You know, I was, I, like, I was thinking I was thinking Ronin Warriors, seriously. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, maybe I should put this as part of them. But, uh, you know, Ronin Warriors, I think the problem with that was the fact that a lot of faithful that came on towards the end of Cartoon Network where Ronin Warriors wasn't even a possibility to now, like, they don't know what Ronin Warriors was all about. If they actually saw the series, they'd probably go, holy shit, why is this not on Toonami right now? Mm -hmm. You know? I, I can give you a perfect example. G Gundam. A lot of people, there, yeah. there's kind of a lot of, there's some people out there that don't know what G Gundam is. And they're kind of like, what the fuck is that? We educated Well, well to be fair... Well, to be fair, there's like what seven, eight, nine different Gundams that are in popularity. Oh yeah. And but you should, but everybody should know at least like all of them. You know? True. There is a Gundam for everybody, as we all have always said. Yeah, but think about this: like Jim never knew what it was. He gave him, we, Jim started watching it, and now he's like, I must watch it. <laughs> yeah. We well, actually, I I, I saw. Um... I saw Ronan Warriors when it was new, and that was the first time I really saw a tsunami as appointment viewing. See? See? John Barra does it every time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that samurai anime for some of y'all people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jen, what is your number two? Bobo Bo. So basically you're going to bring up every single show that people didn't like on Tsunami. Is that what's going on here? Well, no. Oh, come on. I love Bobo. Well, I love Bobo for its insanity. Like, I remember... Let me get the trash. Yeah, it was pure wacky. That's all it was. Half the time you didn't know what was going on in the show, but it just still made you laugh out loud. You know? It made me laugh. The guy with the afro and his freaking nose hairs. Come on. really? Baldy ball. Hilarious. A jelly man. Doesn't matter. You know what I love about the about Bobobo is that so many of the characters look like Kirby rejects. Like they should have been in Kirby's Dreamland games and weren't. No, I loved it. It was, it was a good show. I wish it had more popularity, especially considering how many people didn't like it. Which it, it's, that still that still astounds me that people didn't like it. But Dude, they didn't like it because they didn't get it. Yeah. Well, no, I don't, I don't think it was. You don't always have to get it, though. Well, no, no, no. I don't That's think it was funny. that. Um, the thing is, is Toonami at its core is an action cartoon block. So, you know, people, when it's something to like, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Deviates from what the what tsunami actually is. You know, people are like, oh, I don't want this. Like, Hamtaro is not a tsunami show. <laughs> Hamtaro <laughs> is one of those. Shut things- your mouth. Tsunami. Shut your mouth. Hamtaro is one of those shows I want to take out back and treat it like. Um... A redheaded stepchild. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm thinking. Oh God. Take it out back like old Yeller. Yes. <laughs> yes, you think like me. Yes, I love it. Paul, you better sleep with your eyes open tonight. Just bring saying. It. <laughs> Rock said, "Just bring it, bitch." <laughs> and the quietness. <laughs> Jen, why is your damn bird talking to me? Oh. <laughs> hey, Chris, it's time for Pass your choice. bedtime. <laughs> Wait, what? Time for your final choice. What is your... My, fu- my final choice? I'm going to choose a show that is super popular in Japan, but had one chance in America, and it wasn't even given a chance. It's called Cyborg 009. Yes. Uh, the, the Cyborg Soldier. I remember watching this show... And just being um, like amazed by how creative it was. It, it basically stars nine different drink. cyborgs. What? <laughs> no, we drink every time somebody says uh, basically. And you, oh. and you listen to the podcast. What is wrong with you? Oh, no, he I'm claims sorry. to listen to the podcast. I know. I'm sorry. Anyway, you have like these nine different cyborgs ranging from a baby to like a guy in his tw- early 20s. And they fight off different other cyborgs. And each one was like creative after another, after another, after another. There was uh, 51 episodes halfway through. It, like it stopped like halfway through and then they put it on Sunday mornings. Like not even Saturday mornings, Sunday mornings. Yeah, I mean <sighs> – when not even kids are up. <laughs> that was one of those series that everybody wished would come back. And Yeah, I actually <laughs> enjoy Zero Zero Nine. And now there is a chance that it is going to come back. And we're hoping... I mean, the movie is actually... Funimation has it now. The, I, that yeah. recently came out, the movie for uh, for celebrating Cyborg 009. Um, we're kind of... At least I am. I'm kind of... The inner kid in me is like, Ooh, come to Toonami. I mean, like for, for a show that uh, for a show that holds the record for the longest running manga ever, and you know it's so well written. Like we see a bunch of other mangas that last for God like ten years, and they're terrible. Intense mm-hmm. other um, uh, in, intense show here that I will not um, antagonize people with, but like <laughs> out of the such, edge. <laughs> yeah, but like just it, it it's such a fantastic show. Great writing, great characters. I recommend it to anybody. You know, I think it's like like a lot of it is actually like public domain now too, which is what's really cool. Yeah, you know, Zero Zero Nine has some good character development, and they actually yeah. did manage to um give a lot of backstories on the other um cyborgs too, which was you know pretty pretty interesting. Right. Well, my final choice, and you kind of made my choice, Chris, because you chose Cyborg Zero Zero Nine. I was kind of back and forth on this other one. Um, and I think, actually, you guys will agree with me on this one. No, we won't. Uh, Transformers Cybertron. Or Cybertron. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Any Transformers, absolutely. Because... No, uh-uh. Beast Machines suck. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, don't, don't, be, don't be dissing Beast Machines. <laughs> Beast... Oh, wait, Beast Machines suck. Yes, Beast Wars was awesome. Yeah, Beast okay. Machines suck. Okay. Well, no, Beast Machines was never on Toonami, so we can't put that in there. Yeah, but, um... Transformers Cybertron, um, it was one of those shows that I was really surprised that would, that really was actually good. Um, I don't know if anybody really remembers it, but that was with the, um, the mini Transformers and 
the mini cons. Yes, that's what I was trying to. <laughs> I was trying to figure <laughs> out what the name was. Um, <laughs> I remember it was actually. What's funny is that it was actually a jap. It was a Japanese animation. It was uh, produced by um, Hasbro Studios, but the actual animation company was. Um, TV Tokyo, which everything, is weird. Everything is being done in Japan now, so it doesn't. Yeah. Bat, all the Batman movies are being done in in Japan, basically now. So, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> well, like, well, because it's all cheaper there. That's why, like, w- like Gravity Falls, because well, they don't pay their animators. Uh, <laughs> don't even get me started. I'm a I'm a college student wanting to be animation, and like, I learned like so much stuff about the industry don't even get me started please because then we'll be here all night for those of you that haven't seen transformers cybertron um i'm sure it's up on it, there's got to be some episodes up on on youtube but um, it was probably playing on the hub too when that right. network was still around <laughs> the, the the basic premise of it was these mini cons you, they wanted to get all these mini cons. Got to catch them all. Got to catch them all. I, I I just had to say that. Um, mm-hmm. And they use them to become more powerful. And you know, it it, it was it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be because I I honestly thought that it was going to be terrible. And this was coming out of I believe this was after Beast Machines ended. Um, and it was kind of like oh this series is just better be good. And it kind of started off like, uh, this is not going to be a good series. But then as it went on, it was just, it was really good. And it, it was, it was just as good. It's not, a, it, nothing is as good as the last Transformer series that came out. Um, and I'm trying to get the right name of that one. Um, uh, Energon, was it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, it, it goes, it, it was Transformers Armada, then Energon, then, um, Cybertron. Mm-hmm. That's how it went. And, like, it's weird. I don't know why, but for... And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like, I don't know why, but, like, so much Transformers seems to get, like, lost in the dust. It's like no one cares about anything yeah. other than the original and then what's currently going on right now. Yeah, like, well, I mean, to be fair, Transformers Prime was fantastic. Yes, yeah, it was. That, that's what I was trying to... Yeah, Transformers Prime, the, Cybertron was actually... was almost as good as that one. I mean, it... <laughs> no. no. Well, here's no. the thing. I can I, I can announce that to, that Toonami has picked up Transformers in India. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, hey, you know, that's that's cool, but it's not here in America. Well, I, Transformers, I I robots in disguise. Oh God. <laughs> well, Terminator. Well, anyway, Cyber, Cybertron was just as good as, as Prime in my in my view, and I and I think that you know if you guys do get a chance to actually see that series, even if it's just on YouTube. You should you should really check it out. Please do, Jim. Well, um, this would make Jose happy. Um, one of my my last pick for an underrated series was IGPX. I knew it when you said that, yeah. I would... <laughs> <laughs> there's a I... lot of others on there, but I think my love for them has been pretty well documented. Stuff like Casher and Sins, and also mentioned here, but um, IGPX is definitely up there. Um, this, you can tell that this was a labor of love and also you get some pretty damn good, uh, voice talent in there as well. Yes. Well, Steve Blue, like, like, Steve well what Blue? happened was, is that, like, um, yeah. yeah, what happened was a uh, tsunami wanted to like be more uh, than just a block. So they got a bunch of people saying, Hey, let's make a show. And like everybody on that show gave ideas and every idea was 95% used you know mm-hmm. because like in Japan you're mostly just like working day after day to produce something for a show yada 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 this is one of the few shows where like 
where it's like a space dandy where people get to come in and just go crazy with it. So, mm-hmm. And it kind of stinks that like even when it came back to Toonami, like mm-hmm. there were so many rights problems going with the show. Like because the way what happened, it got written off. So it's like, oh, great. Uh, now Chris, we got- Chris, 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 let me stop you there. We'd had an entire episode with Jason <laughs> on That's about true. IGPX. Yeah. Yeah. It was a while ago. But trust me, it was one of our better episodes because that was like the, what, third time in as many months we had Jason because of reasons. Yeah, you know? I, I actually listened to that podcast, too, and I'm reinstating something. Go watch that uh, interview. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, go, say, go listen to that interview. I think it's like episode, what, 36 or something? Well, I, I, saw, it the, I saw it on Adult Swim again because um, it was on Cartoon Network's version of, as well. You know, and I still can't get into the show, but... You know, for me, I kind of the one thing that always struck me was, while yes, these are giant robots, so to speak. It, I never understood why we didn't get something more like closer to like Megas XLR, or even something closer to kind of like I don't want to say Bionic Titan. Uh yeah, something like that. I, I'm not saying I, like maybe closer to Transformers. Um, I, I'm trying to the movie. The movie I'm trying to think of, oh, what is the name of Pacific Rim, like yeah. uh, something like yeah. that. Like that would have been a perfect like tsunami show, like a tsunami original. Like I, 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 just, I, to me, like I'm, I'm just like still boggled, like why, like it was they decided to come up with like a racing anime mm-hmm. instead of like something like along those lines. That that that's the only one thought that's kind of boggled me boggled my mind all these years about igpx now that being said there's a lot of good voice acting in that series okay i mean you got mark hamill you got steve bloom you got michelle rodriguez which i don't think she really does any voice acting whatsoever Mm -hmm. um not anymore right so you got her which is a rarity in its own and you know just those three names right there it's just like wow like okay like that's that's like huge just right there mm-hmm. you know so for me the animation and what tsunami was able the, the voice actors and actresses that they were able to bring together just for the series is incredible in my view now my my again my feelings aside about the series you know i i, I would have loved to see them do something different but you know you know, the animation and these voice actors and actresses was just, it, it was, you know, it was incredible to see them do that and be able to actually have the money to do that because <laughs> I, I wish we had some Cartoon Network money right now. <laughs> yeah. That's why I go, if, that's why I'm like, hey, Toonami Asia, can we, can we have some of your money? We're, we're, we're Turner's the same <laughs> thing, so just give us some money. We won't tell the other Turner. <laughs> Mind if I... Uh bring up an interesting note i think the series was uh 2003 or 2005 um igpx well according to this wiki and i, I i'm not gonna say it's definitive because it says 2000 you know what it was i think the series was 2005 and they brought out that um they brought out the first igpx which was not the igpx that we that we see today um that might have been the one in 2013 2003 or yeah. 2003. Well, I, oh, okay. I see why. Okay, never mind. Yeah, 2003 maybe. Okay, so that's because yeah, like Megas was running from 2004 to 2005. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I guess. 
So, anyways, Darrell, what's your choice? Now, your final choice. One, my final choice is Samurai Seven. Yeah. And, yes. Yeah. You know, I actually enjoyed it. A lot of people really didn't like it because of the slow start, but to me, this was one of Akira Kurosawa's masterpiece. And this was based off of the Magnificent Seven, which was a Western I love watching with my grandma. So when I saw that they had a samurai version of the Magnificent Seven, I was automatically hooked. And I didn't seen like different versions of it. I didn't read mangas with Samurai Seven, but I would love this animation forever because I managed to buy the whole series that's for like twenty bucks off of eBay. That was a steal. (laughs) That was a steal, yeah. That that was the greatest steal ever. I was like, whoever did um, sold this did not know what kind of gym they had. But, you know, you had people like Sonny Strait in there. Um, Who else? Uh, Christmas Sabbath and Greg Ayers and Bob Carter. It it was just a good anime to me. You know, if I can interject real quick, the the one thing that always, that, not always, but kind of, this is another thing that kind of bothers me about the Adult Swim version of Toonami is if you remember when Samurai 7 was ending, they had some epic promos for it for the last couple episodes. Yeah, exactly. And, like, that kind of set the bar high because people were like, oh, yeah, now we're going to get this for every single show. And then... It the never, show ended. Yeah, then there was other shows that didn't get the kind of treatment that Samurai 7 got. And people are sitting there going... Uh, what the f***? <laughs> you know, at least Bleach got at least one of those promos, which was thank no, you. No, Bleach Dish. got over in the ratings though. Well, thank it got it, got it got <laughs> over because of Dish, but thank you, Dish. That's neither here nor there, but you know, <laughs> Samurai Seven actually kind of was. I enjoyed the series. First of all, let me say that I did enjoy that series. I thought it was really good. I, I felt really bad for those samurai though, because like they were just getting picked off one after the other after the other. And I'm like, wow, that is some. F- up shit. I'm like, they were supposed to die. Wow. <laughs> it is the way of the warrior, my friend. So, but, you know, for me, like, at least going forward, and I know that there's only a limited amount of people that work on Toonami, and hopefully that is changing, fingers crossed. Um, I'd like to kind of see more of this when a show goes to end, especially with, like, a Kill the Kill, a Sword Art Online 2. I know that we're trying to steer away steer away from using what we call the God voice. Mm-hmm. But um, for those kinds of things, for that kind of treatment, you should definitely have the God voice there and you should definitely be doing some promos for the last, at least one or two episodes. Yeah. Um, but, that's my piece on that. <laughs> but you, you just got to remember, you, this is a Kira Kurosawa, man. Oh, they, no. had, they had to pay respect to that by using oh, those voices. <laughs> I mean, I, I would have been offended, but if I get just say one thing, I would love to see an animated version of Rashomon, though. <laughs> just, just saying, you know. Rastafarians, an animated version of Rastafarians, what? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Way to go with that one, Jim. Just like, <laughs> man. All right, well, we're get, we're getting. We're getting we're a little. We're getting way over time. Yeah, we're getting so. way over time, and I don't want Sketch to stab me anymore. So, Jen, what's your final choice? Okay, you guys ready to hate this one, too? Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute, let me get my gun ready. Blue Submarine number six. Oh, oh I God, What's wrong? Wait, what? Wait I, like that I don't way. hate that. I love that. Are you I serious? I hear nobody talking about this, ever. Well, no, I don't know. No one talks it. about it, yeah, but it's because, it, it's because it's so 
different than the way he talks about it. You know? Well, first of all, first of all, it was only four episodes. Second of yeah. all, I think they only ran it like once or twice. Right. I think they might did about two times, but twice, the, yeah. the, the thing is, I wanted to see more of Blue Submarine number six. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing about yeah, the... Yeah, you, you want to see more. You want them to add on more, but... It know. definitely has a following, though. It definitely does have a following, so... Mm-hmm. Well, let me put I mean, it like... this way. Uh, having watched Blue Sub-6 uh, last year, I could definitely say that the CG is dated. <laughs> that cg is like oh my eyes <laughs> but anyways um so is that it jen about blue? yeah blue sub six Does anybody yeah. else have yeah. anything about that you, i'm just glad you guys like it i was surprised yeah, yeah i wanted it's, more it's episodes not, it's Me not too. bad it's not bad at all it. you know i loved it i it have it on dvd so, now that we're done with this topic i, I kind of gotta say you know chris that's that was a very good topic not a lot of we don't get a lot of uh how do i put this what do you guys like and what you thought about it type stuff at yeah, times. Yeah, we don't we don't yeah. kind of get like a one that we can kind of go off on tangents all the time. So it's good to have like well, yeah. a topic like this. So and that was well, kind yeah. of out of the box too. So <laughs> well, I, well, ever like I thought of for the idea because like I remember two shows I really loved: Symbiotic Titan and Beware the Batman got written off. And it's like uh, those are good shows. Like some, so I thought, oh, let's talk about more more underrated shows. So <laughs> thanks for you know bringing that on the, the podcast. Oh sure. No problem, dude. And thank you for donating because, you know, without people like you, we can't do things. So. <laughs> yeah, we love people like you. We, we can't do anything. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> I know I gave you a podcast, but, I, you know, seriously, do appreciate you, you know, um, doing what you did because it helps us so that we can bring more content and kind of keep the website going because seriously, coming out of our pocket sometimes, mainly Paul's, it hurts. <laughs> Oh, it hurts deeply. <laughs> well, 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 if you want, like, um, if that tsunami live thing does happen here, I actually do have like an actual recording stuff. Like, I have a DSLR camera that that goes with uh, 19 megapixels, and the only thing I need is a sound compiler. Mm-hmm. So I can I can I can take care of that for you if you'd like. We'll we'll have a conversation. Got, I own this Adobe Premiere Pro now, so. <laughs> we'll, we'll there you out. go. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah. Well, thank you, Chris, for doing that. But um, now it's time to get out of here. So let's let's do the house meeting, so to speak. Um, so as always, you can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Uh, let us know what you think of the show. Let us know if you want to see some different things. Um, one thing that I actually got, which was off of our Twitter which you can also do. You can also tweet us at Tsunami Podcast. Um, enemy, anime waifu. I think that's that's what his Twitter handle is. Um, and if I got that wrong, I, I apologize. Oh, I think it's my anime waifu. Um, he he had suggested to us that on SoundCloud, where each segment is, and especially for podcasts, this is going to be his long one, um, that we put in comments where each. Um, where each segment is, and so that way you guys can just go there and listen to it there, just like we kind of had with Podomatic. Um, so I'm going to start doing that on SoundCloud. Unfortunately, the app doesn't do that, so it's going to be a little bit harder if you listen just if you listen off of the app on your iPhone or whatever uh, device you're using. Um, it will do it if you're, you're listening to it off the website, either podcast.tunamifaithful.com or tunamifaithful.com. You the player there will show where it is in the comments. Um, it will also show up on our actual SoundCloud page. So um, if you want to listen to it and you're listening to it from a computer, 
just go to just go to our SoundCloud page, which is soundcloud.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast, and you can separate it that way. Because I know some of you actually like that idea, so we're going to start doing that going forward. Um, and hopefully you guys like that, and hopefully we can continue to do that. But yeah, so if you guys want to email us anything about the podcast, please use that email. It's podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Uh, be sure to rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, we do have links to that up. I'm going to start trying to put those in the articles themselves for each episode as well. So that way you guys can just click there. And if you do it off your iPhone, for example, and you go to the iTunes, it'll go directly to iTunes where we are on the podcast app. So, um, again, like I said before, uh, we are on SoundCloud now. It's soundcloud.com slash Podcast. Be sure to follow us there. We're at 148 followers right now. We'd like to be over 150 closer to 200 so please follow us there if you can um you can comment on the podcast there as well you can like the podcast there and you can even download the podcast there so you know please do that again it's soundcloud.com slash tsunami faithful podcast like us on facebook it's facebook.com slash tsunami faithful podcast a lot of you have been liking that page lately thank you for doing that uh, follow us on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast, and you can tumble with us on Tumblr. It's tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. And as always, you can visit us on the Tsunami Faithful Podcast Network. It's podcast.tsunamifaithful.com for all the old episodes, as well as our exclusives, including the one we just did with Ben Diskin. Yes, if you want to see Death Gun, if you want to not see, but if you want to hear from Death Gun, yeah, and it's a hilarious, <laughs> hilarious exclusive. It was one of our best. I, I, I would never say that if I didn't mean it. It's one of our best exclusives that we've done. Go listen to it. Just search for it on iTunes. Search for it on Stitcher. Uh, SoundCloud. Just listen to this episode. You will love it. I'm not trying to oversell this. I'm being serious. It's a very good exclusive. Um, and last but not least, I'm going to say one more thing about the Patreon. Uh, we have what's called a Patreon. Our friend here, Chris Sabo donated and because of his donation and his reward for that donation he was able to come on the podcast and get abused and get abused (laughs) and also do a topic so if you guys want to do what chris just did you want to go to patreon.com slash tsunami faithful podcast patreon again is spelled p-a-t-r-e-o-n uh if you go there we have a couple of awards rewards that you can get you can donate a dollar you can donate ten dollars you can donate more than ten dollars if you want um it's a per month thing so if you donate ten dollars it's going to be ten dollars per month if you donate a dollar it's going to be a dollar per month uh our latest person that donated was uh frank thank you for doing that frank we really 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 appreciate it um we also just added a reward and i kind of reward and then we i kind of talked about this in the beginning of the podcast but again if you guys want to see behind the scenes stuff for our new cd coming out called we are the faithful by kadesh flow i suggest that you get this because we will be sending you videos and behind the scenes stuff much kind of like um one piece podcast goes to japan kind of thing where you get all those behind the scenes stuff we're going to be doing that for this cd so you guys can see behind the scenes of how Kadesh Flow comes up with all this stuff and how he does what he does. So if you want that reward, it's up on Patreon right now. Um, we're looking to hit what $100 a month, which is which would help us fund the podcast, fund the, the website, and allow us to do more cons and everything. So if you guys can get us there, that would be awesome. But, you know, 
Anything that you could do would help. Again, it's patreon.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. It's, All right. it's definitely worth the price of admission. I can definitely tell, definitely tell you that. Hey, Darrell hasn't come to your house yet, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Housekeeping! <laughs> I can see uh, do you want me to make that joke from Tommy Boy or not? No. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, time to sign off. Chris, where can they find you on the Twitterverse? Uh, I'm actually not on the Twitterverse, but I am on the Tumblrverse, if anybody's interested. Uh, you can follow me on K-U-R-I-S-T-O-F-A-99, karistopa99.tumblr.com. There you can find all of my artwork as I am trying to be a fabulous artist, as they say, struggling at the moment. But that's usually the, close, the best way people can contact me. So. Okay, well you need to get a Twitter page now. Well, now I do need a Twitter page, apparently. So. <laughs> I'm sure Chris Sabo hasn't been taken. Oh, somebody just took him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jen, where can they find you? Um, they can find me on Twitter at Tarzana. And I also have an ask.fm, and that is at Tarzana as well. <laughs> and you can find me at the bar with Darrell. Uh, Jim, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at ZeroAlucard27. You can also find me on PlayStation Network at Baystar underscore boy, and then uh, on the Nintendo Network as Rinoku95, R-I-N-O-K-U-9-5. Hey, Paul, are you playing Mortal Kombat X on the PS4? I am not. He doesn't play video games. <laughs> I have no time, dude. I have too much to do. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I would join you guys for a nice online battle if you're interested. Oh, if I could do it, I would, but anyway. <laughs> Darrell, where can I find you? You can find me at the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> and probably robbing a bank somewhere. Oh, God. And afterwards at jail, so somebody post my bail money. Nope. <laughs> I'll do it. Thanks, Jen. I love you. <laughs> but seriously, you can find me at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com. Um, I also have an Ask FM that is ask.fm slash ukami75. And if you want to email me anything, you can do that at derailmaddox at tsunamifaithful.com. And, of course, you can find me on Twitter. My Twitter account is at Paul Pascrillo, which is spelled, my last name is spelled P-E-S-C-R-I-L-O-O. And you, Darrell. Um, <laughs> you can also find me on Instagram. It's instagram.com. Slash Paul Pascrillo, where I post pictures every once in a while. I will be posting pictures while I'm at Momocon, so if you want to follow along, there'll be pictures on that Instagram, there will be pictures on our Toonami Instagram, and there will be pictures on our geeky Instagram, because there will be some geeky interviews, too. And derail drinking. Oh, God. Anyways, um, and uh, I have what's called an ask.fm. It's ask.fm slash Paul Pascrillo. If you guys want to ask me questions there, Toonami-wise or... Not even tsunami wise, you can ask me questions there. So, just don't ask about guests on the show. Yeah, or anything related to like don't don't ask me stupid questions. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to guests, we don't know who we're gonna get and when they're gonna get them. So and when we're gonna get them, so that there's no point in uh, in asking because we don't know. And mostly they're at the last minute. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's it for the podcast. Thank you, Chris, for coming on. Thank you for donating yet again. We very, we really do appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Maybe I can come again sometime and mess with Darrell some more. It'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's if Darrell lets you out of the basement. Anyways, um, <laughs> please so, let me out of the basement, Darrell. Please. <laughs> Never. Maybe 
maybe that should be the name of the the series. Please let me out of the basement. That should be the name of this episode. Yes, that should be the name of the episode. Please let me out of the basement. <laughs> oh, that's it. Please let me out of the epi- Please let me out of the basement with Chris Sabo. <laughs> yeah, that is the title. Anyways, see people, we make this up on the on the spot. But anyways, thank you guys for listening to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. We sure appreciate you guys listening each and every week. Thank you for donating. Thank you for doing what you do because. Of course, we wouldn't do this podcast if you guys didn't do what you did and listen to us. So thank you again. But that is the podcast for this week. Peace. We're out. Deuces. Kisses. Get your hand out of my pocket. Insert catchphrase. <laughs> oh, wait. That's yeah. So is it safe to flash Jen now? <laughs> yes, it is. I'm going to stop it right now. <laughs> <laughs>